Do you want God's plan for your life? Do you want to discover your calling? Do you want to build a business that's aligned with God's will? Hey girl, hey, I'm Jeanette, business and faith coach. After a decade in the military, the Air Force said, see you later, and I had to find my true calling. Wanna know how God directed my life from a cybersecurity engineer to a faith and business mentor? In this podcast, I'll teach you how to start a business, how to know your business is God's calling, monetization techniques, how to trust the Holy Spirit, and how to set boundaries to listen to His Word alone. Ready to become unapologetically unstoppable? Hey girl, hey! Welcome to today's episode. Today I've got Allison Hardy. Allison Hardy is an email funnel strategist, which I am obsessed with. And she helps coaches and experts enroll new clients into their courses and memberships on autopilot. Allison is a creator of the Six Figure Secrets podcast, a Huffington Post contributor, and has been featured in YFS Magazine and was named one of Washington, D.C.'s most influential professionals under 40 by Washington Life Magazine. She and her husband, Tier, and two kids, 10-year-old Camden and 5-year-old Nora, live right outside of Washington, D.C. in Arlington, Virginia. Welcome, Allison. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me here. I I met Allison through one of our mutual friends. Her name is Sam, who is a phenomenal copywriter. And I have known Sam probably for a couple of years now since I've been in the entrepreneur space. And I love her. How did you meet Sam? Just a quick shout out to Sam. Yeah, Sam's awesome. I love her. She's one of our co-coaches inside of my mastermind, Clients on Autopilot Mastermind. And I met her... Through a bundle that I think, were you a part of the bundle? Do you know? Maybe. Do you remember? No, I don't know. There were like breakout rooms and she was in one of the breakout rooms that I was in. And she has this like gnarly sleeve of tattoos. And I was like, tell me about the tattoos because I want a gnarly <laughs> sleeve of tattoos. Um, so I asked her like a million questions about her tattoos and like time was up. And I was like, well, crap, we didn't really get the opportunity to talk about, you know, the thing we're supposed to talk about. So we continued that conversation. and. Here we are now. I met Sam because we're both military spouses or affiliated, right? Um, and we were doing our thing, me and my ex-partner, Allison. Her name is Allison too. And um, we just got really, she was part of our, we had a, a marketing thing and she was like our lead copywriter and I'm obsessed with her. And then me and Sam tried out for a show together and it didn't work out obviously because we're both still here in America. <laughs> and we also went on vacation me her and allison were all supposed to meet up in spokane where allison lives and allison got covid that weekend so me and sam spent like a weekend in a cabin hanging out doing puzzles making reels it was amazing (laughs) that's amazing Uh, that's so cool i didn't know that i love i love sam i love her so much and when i moved to california i'm very excited that i'll be closer to her and then get to hang out and i just love her she's just great yeah no she's wonderful she's a great human yeah. And she's actually, I'm in her membership. She's a membership. Man, just shout out to Sam. Holy cow. I'm in her membership. It's a, it's about copywriting. Obviously she's yeah. a copywriter and um, she's great. How transformed would your life be if you had 40 more prayers to pray? Go ahead and go to JeanettePeterson.com slash prayers and get my 40 prayers to transform your life and business today. 
So tell yes. me about Jesus. Tell me how did you, how did you find Jesus? How did I find Jesus? That's a big question. Um, you know, I don't know if there was like a moment, you know, it, like my husband's a pastor and everyone has this like call, right? So they have this like moment where like they were like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be a pastor. And while I've never experienced that, I have no desire to be a pastor. Um, I don't really have like a, a thing. Like I don't have like a thing where I'm like, oh, hey, Jesus. Um, I think for me, I've always known there's something else, right? I've always known and felt like, hey, so like this mountain that I'm staring at, there's no way that this was like just happenstance, you know, like I. Like I always had that sort of feeling. So in high school, my best friend in high school, who actually ended up dumping me as her best friend, <laughs> which was a <laughs> terrible experience. But like this, I think this is why she came into my life. She was super, super, super vocal about her faith. And she kind of freaked me out. Like I was kind of like, okay, this is a lot. Like you're really intense. But what she helped me to see was like, God in different areas of my life. And so like, she would say things like we would be like, we're in track together. And so she'd be like, I felt, I felt God at the end of that run. And I'd be like, what? And she's, you know, those like, like that voice that kind of comes in and like, says like, you can do this or like, this is really hard. Yeah. Like this, this hurts and it's okay. She's like, that's God talking to me. And I was like, oh, okay. And so just like seeing those, like being made aware of it. And then in my daily life, like seeing those things. And then, you know, my husband, I met him and um, he wasn't always a pastor. And so helping him to kind of navigate the decision to be like, hey, I am actually going to answer this call. And then just how things have kind of like worked out. Um, they've always like, not in ways I ever thought they would work out, but like things have always worked out. So I think it's more of like these like gentle sometimes pushes, but like just reminders that like, you're actually not in control, Allison. And like, I created this like for, for you. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right thing yeah, to say, yeah, yeah. but you know, it's just like the constant, like reminder of like, Hey, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. I love that because I feel like I've been going through things like that and being like, okay, this is not going to make sense. And if I go do this thing, it's not going to make sense. But every time I do that thing, because I know it's God, it's like, everything's fine. There's yeah. nothing to worry about. I don't, I like you're saying, I'm not actually in control. I can pretend like I am and think that I am sometimes, but it's not me. Yeah. So I can like walk confidently knowing that I can't fail because I already have this big calling that God has called me to. And so if, as long as I'm doing that, it's not going to fail because yeah. I have no control over it. Yeah. I always think like, while I, tr I try to, con I try to control every situation, every situation <laughs> and every, almost every situation never works out in the way that I think it should. Um, and so I'm always reminded, like, I feel like I make plans and then God laughs and says, ha ha, <laughs> you're actually going to do this other thing. Um, <laughs> so like that constant reminder <clears throat> of God's presence and God's, um, I, I guess of just God's presence. So I asked you to take a quiz and that quiz was your spiritual gift. Do you remember what your gift was? Teaching. Yes. Were you surprised at that? No. 
Yeah, neither was I. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was looking at you. all the at all the options and I was like, oh, it's totally gonna be teaching. And then I took the <laughs> quiz and it was like, you're very much so teaching. Yeah. Because some of them I was like, oh no, that's like some of them I was like, nope, not me, not me at all. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> but yeah. And I love that because your business is part of that. Why yeah. did you start? Okay. I think when I first was made aware of you and I didn't realize that. I had already like come in contact with you before I met you with Sam, like some mompreneur thing, I guess. Yeah. And I was on your email list on some other email. And I was like, oh, this is the same person. What made you start that business? And what has it become today? Because it was a little bit different from what I remember than what it is now. Yeah. So the entrepreneurial journey. So when I started my business, I started my business because I got laid off from my college level art teaching job when I was six months pregnant with Camden, who's now 10. My husband was a youth director at the time. And I don't know if y'all know anything about youth directors. They make zero dollars. <laughs> they make no money. And I was a like first couple of years teaching college level art. I wasn't making any money either. We were making about the same amount of money. And I didn't have maternity leave through my job. It like wasn't a thing that they offered me. And so the plan was for me to work up until the day I had Camden. And then I was going to take five weeks off because that's how much money we had saved up. And I got laid off at six months pregnant. And so that wasn't part of the plan. Like that wasn't going to work financially. So we were in like major financial crisis. So I started my business at, like on a whim. I was like, here we go. And it was a, at the time it was a personal training business, which sounds so crazy to think about, but I had a personal training, like super side hustle that I trained my friends in our backyard. And, um, I was like, okay, let's like, we're going to make this thing full-time. So it, I replaced my nine to fives income in the three months before Camden was born, which sounds great, but it was yes. terrible. I worked, <laughs> I worked all the time. I was like, I was like that typical, like hot mess yoga pants, messy bun. That was me. And so then Camden comes into the world, which is great and wonderful, but I'm hit with postpartum depression, like really bad. I couldn't work. So as quickly as it came up, it came crashing down. So I shifted everything to business strategy because I had people asking me like, how did you do that? And so I put the spin on it of being helping moms because like that was the season I was in and I couldn't deny that. So that's how that evolved. And then as my business has evolved and we welcomed Nora into the world, and now they're five and 10. I've kind of moved away from the mom marketing simply because like, I don't relate as much to that anymore. Right. I'm not, I don't have little kids anymore. I have like middle-aged kids. And so it kind of evolved out of that. And really everything has evolved through my bit, like from personal training to the more mom focused business coaching to more of like the scaling business coaching that I'm in now um, to email funnels, like all the topics they've evolved as like I've evolved. So like right. as much as my business has changed, that's how much I have changed. Um, and so, yeah, it can get confusing sometimes because there's been lots of evolutions of the business. Um, but it's evolved with me, which has been fun. So it's kind of like, I kind of think of my business as like a living, breathing thing that like moves as I move. Yes. Yes. I don't know if you can hear the planes. I'm on base and I guess they're flying today. No, no. not at all. Cool. Sweet. <laughs> okay. Usually so I have I, like Air Force One or uh, what is it? Marine One. Uh, Biden's helicopter flies right yeah. over our, our house all the time. So I'm used to that. Yeah. <laughs> so I love the fact that you said that your business is evolving constantly as you evolve. Because I think that some people think when they're in a business that it has to say exactly how they imagined it when they first entered it. 
which is not true because if I stayed with the same man that I married when I married him eight years ago, we would not be together. Like we have to change. People have to grow as your business does. And I love that you said that because I don't think that people either one realize that or think about that as often as you change, things change. It has to change. 100%. And I love that you use that marriage analogy because that was the best piece of a marriage advice we ever got when we were in like premarital counseling. Like the person you're marrying today is not going to be the person you're married to in two, five, 10, 15 years. Um, so I love that you said that. <laughs> I, yeah, I think like as much as we need to like see an idea, an idea through, you right. know, like don't give up, like let's keep going. Um, I think there will be indicators and one could argue this is a, a Jesus nudge uh, that like things need to shift. So if you're continuing to do something and in your business and you keep getting this like feeling that like something's just not like not alignment, you need to determine if it's like outside of your comfort zone or like just not right for you. And so right. if it's just not right for you, like shift, you're probably going to do better with that new iteration. And it's also probably not like it's going to be like this sudden shift overnight, unless you go from like personal training to business coaching, like I did, but you know, which was completely, completely the opposite of direction. Um, but it's probably just going to be a subtle shift and you might make it into a big deal, but your audience probably won't make it into a big deal. And they're probably like, cool. That's a really cool idea. She just came up with it. Oh yes. I want that too. Yeah, that's what like, I love about like lifers, like people that are like obsessed with you mm-hmm. or obsessed with you because they like you and they're like, yeah. oh, she's changing. I need to change too. Let's go do this thing that she's doing. That's awesome. Yeah, so, absolutely. What made you unapologetic about your faith in a way that you're like, I am a faith-filled business person? Because you're not overly, I wouldn't say that your, bis- your business is a Christian business, but you're, mm-hmm. you are a Christian that has a business. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I operate most of my life. Like I look at things through the lens of being a Christian instead of like having that be like the main driver, I guess. And I think that like a lot of times, not that maybe that's not the right thing to say. It is the main driver, but it's not like how I lead. There we go. Right. I think that um, I'm able to, because of that, I'm able to bring that like Christian ideas and a Christian focus into how I approach the business. And what was your question? I'm sorry. It was just like, how did you become unapologetic about that? Because I feel like, in business sometimes you're either like if you're a Christian business, people expect certain things of you or they have a certain lens about you and they are already preconceived about how you're going to operate, how you're going to act, who you allow into your business and who you don't allow into your business because of the word Christianity. When I feel like me and you are on the same page with this, that that is not the Christianity that I represent that judging piece. It's like, you can't come in here because you're this or that or whatever. I subscribe to the Christianity that that Jesus is love. And I'm going to show as much love as I can through my business because that's who, how he made me. And then keep going after that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, there was a time in my business when I talked a lot about being a pastor's wife. And I found myself getting put into a box and I'm pretty rebellious. So like the minute you put me in a box, I'm like, nope, let's just bust that thing open (laughs) and completely prove me wrong. So because of that rebellious side of my personality, I really don't openly discuss, like I am a pastor's wife. I don't lead with that anymore because of, of that. But I kind of am the, of the perspective of there's a quote by someone and I can't remember who it is preach your sermon, 
like a hundred percent of the time and when necessary use words. So like, Mm. that's kind of how I think about things like walk, like do the work, show up in the way that you know is in alignment with you and then everything else will fall into place. So when it comes to being unapologetically Christian, I think a lot of it is like showing people how you live and then you'll attract those right for you people into your life and into your business. And one of the ways that I've gotten really unapologetically is just seeing like my husband and how he shows up in his ministry. He's been a really big like teacher for me in like living out a Christian ideals and also making them your own and doing that from a place of, I am a child of God. I've been given this gift and I'm not going to like mute myself or censor myself because I know I serve a bigger, a bigger purpose here. Right. I think that's so key too, is like not censoring yourself. I think that's also a misconception about Christianity that that as women, we cannot do certain things that we need to mute ourselves, that we need to be play second fiddle. We need to be silenced. And I can't do that. I'm just going to be the biggest, boldest version of me because that's who God called me to be. That's how how he made me. I am I am essentially the table flipping Jesus. Like I will do all (laughs) the things and flip the table, but also like love you and like bring you in. And yeah. I mean, if we look at the life of Jesus, that was kind of his deal, right? He got super angry about certain things for a very specific reason and for a bigger purpose, right? There was like a point to it. It's not just flipping tables, flip tables, but he always did it. And it was because there wasn't the love that needed to be there. And so like he loved you so much to flip the table and to then explain like, hey, this isn't working. And sometimes, you know, he didn't explain. <laughs> That's fine too. But, um, you know, it's always, there was always like a bigger purpose there. So I think if we can connect to that bigger purpose, doing things and acting out, um, you know, living our life, it it makes it a little bit more clear in order for us to do the things that we actually need to do. Yeah. So on your journey, you, I feel like are one of the, you're like a leader in the industry, right? Like you are one of those people. So with your new offering that you're coming out with the, the mastermind, which is going to be amazing. Tell me how that makes other women unstoppable. How will they be able to connect with you and be like, my business, I want it to be an empire. I want to become unstoppable as well. How do I become that with your, your, your mastermind? Yeah. So a lot of my clients have, they're really freaking good at what they do. They're experts in their field. They have all these certifications, they have amazing programs. And despite all of that, they have just a really hard time selling them. Like that's all there is to it. So what I help my clients do is sell their programs, but do it in a way that works for them and for their life. So that's why I'm really sold on the idea of email funnels. And that's why I've built this business around email funnels is because email funnels are essentially a launch. They're a way to sell your programs without you actually showing up to your program. No, without you actually showing up to the launch of your program. So they become unstoppable because they are able to do that work without actively showing up to it. Because they like really like my clients, they just wanted to work with their clients. They want to enroll people into their programs. They want to be able to do that work. And then they want to like, you know, live their life. So a lot of them have a really hard time with the marketing. So the the idea of a funnel does that marketing component for them. And 
you know, they do big things. They help people do like, I have a client who helps women like with their pelvic floor. That's such an important thing after you have babies, right? (laughs) She needs to get more women in her program. Like bottom line, she helps them improve their life. So like for her, like more people in her program means more impact. It means more people helped. It means women like her clients are like living actual better lives because their body functions better for them. So like, that's really what we connect to in my programs is like, what is that impact that you're going to make by implementing this system? And once we can figure that out, it makes like everything else a lot easier. Can you imagine how many women like their lives change and the people that they affect change once their pelvic floor is changed? Like, that's (laughs) just insane to me. Like, could you imagine just being like, that's like wild to me. Like the ripple effects of, oh, it's just an email phone. No, it's not. You are literally changing lives and their people's lives because now they're a better human being. They, they feel more confident in themselves. They can show up more authentically as themselves when that is fixed. And yeah. Yeah. She's like, my, my clients say that like, they're able to play with their kids more and they're able to run around and then they are able to work out in a more effective way. And then, you know, all that, it's just such a ripple effect. So yeah, it's just, it's important work. Um, and I know it, and like you said, just the email funnel, but like, it's like you said, it's not just the email funnel, it's impact. And when we can view it like that, I think it gets really, really important. I am obsessed with like big vision. Like sometimes I'll have clients that come to me and they're like, Oh, I just want to, you know, make a couple extra dollars for my family and I have to reject them because I want that big, like, I want to change people's lives vision. Like those are the people that I want to help serve because it's so easy to just be like, oh no, I just do like operations and help with Dubsado. No, I help my clients get contracts so that they can X, Y, and Z. Like it's bigger than just that. So I think that yeah. when people sign up for your membership, they are going to be changing people's lives and they got to be ready for that. They need to know that they are hands and feet of Jesus here. Like, let's go. Let's, let's change the world for real. Yeah. It's an amazing tool that can really, like you said, change the world. What is your favorite Bible verse and why? Oh, what is my favorite Bible verse? Um, I'm really bad. I don't know the book or the numbers, but I can tell you what it is. Yes, yes. <laughs> It's the light on the hill passage. I think it's Mark. You're the light on the hill. Um, the light on the hill. I don't think I you're know. light on the hill. It's really, I should know this, but either way. Um, the reason why I like it is because it's kind of informs like a lot of how I show up and how I, I believe that like the way you act sets your priorities and sets your boundaries. And so like, if you can be that like shining light, you're going to attract those right people to you. Um, and it helps to kind of echo what Jesus taught us in the Bible about loving people. Um, and so that's my favorite Bible verse. Would you say that's the Bible verse that is like the light of your business or like your life in general? Or both? I think it's light. I think it's both, but I think it's mostly life because I think life informs my business. Yeah. Okay. I found it. This is the new King James version. Let me find like a like an mm. NIV or something. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, the message. The message is always good. Um, Matthew 5, 14 through 16 in the message says, here's another way to put it. You are here to be light, bringing out God's colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting 
you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to be open with up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Man, that's so go. good. Yes. Um, I love that verse. I think it it makes it helps you to understand that you actually are like filled with the Holy Spirit. You are a child of God and you need to act appropriately. Yeah, I was in the military for a long time. Mm-hmm. So in the military, there's a phrase, I don't know if you've heard it, it's called cussing like a sailor. It's a new phrase. I don't know. It's kind of new. But I have been working on not saying as many profanities only because <laughs> I want to be the the light of Jesus. Not because I think that I don't, I don't care what people think, but I just want people to know that I am the light and Jesus, I don't cuss at people. I cuss out things, right? I, I'll cuss out the devil. I'll cuss out this or that, or screw that. You shouldn't do that. But I don't cuss out people. So I'm working on it. I'm working well, on it. We're, all, we're all works in progress, but I think yeah. like, I mean, I love a good cuss word when it's used appropriately. Appropriately, right. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us where we can find you and all the things going on in your world. Yeah. So I hang out on Instagram. That's where I mostly am online. Um, My handle is Allison underscore Hardy underscore. And when this episode goes live, we're going to be gearing up for the clients on autopilot mastermind launch. So if you're looking to enroll new clients into your course or membership on autopilot and you want some live support, some coaching, some co-coaches, um, a lead generation coach and a copywriting coach, and you want a supportive community, um, I'd love to have you check it out. That's so awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Allison, for all the things, all the funnel talk, all the Holy Spirit talk. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and we will see you over on Instagram. Thank you for having me. Wow, that was so good. So I know that you know somebody that also needs to hear that. So share this episode, leave a review. And I would love if you could watch my free workshop at JeanettePeterson.com slash missing piece. I'll see you guys over on the grams at Jeanette.Peterson. Bye.